to Pass the Popcorn, the movie review podcast. That's right, yet another movie review podcast on the internet. But here's what this podcast has that no one else does. Your hosts, Chris and Tim. Hello and welcome to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn. There he is. <laughs> do you have a name? Do you have a name for that voice, Tim, or no? Why don't we name him Gordo? <laughs> Gordo the Weirdo. Well, let me just say this real fast. Since you just brought up Gordo, Dave, Dave wanted me to say this. Um, let me get it up here. Whoa, um, Dave. <laughs> working it, working it, working it. Thinking and of Dave. Thinking of Dave. And there's and my and as we're saying this, wait. And my son walked in the room. <laughs> what are you doing, buddy? He's he, also think, thinking of Dave. He wanted me. He wanted me to say the famous line, "Gordo the weirdo, I wanna huh you with my little peepee." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember that part? Yeah. Oh boy. Anyway, they <laughs> wanted me to make sure that I, I put that. So that is right in the beginning. It's right there, Dave, for you. All right. So you can stop listening now, Dave. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you can stop taking your walk and turn us off, and and that's yeah. that. But we got a bunch of films, Tim. We got four that we both saw. Yep, four movies that we both saw. We got The Gift, The Man from Uncle, Straight Out of Compton, and No Escape. Yeah. Um, and then I got three movies that I saw that I'll talk about a little bit: International Man, Shaun the Sheep. And American Ultra. I just have to know real fast. Sean the Sheep. Were you the only person in there? No. Uh, there were a couple other people there. Not that many. <laughs> okay. Not that many. All right. Let's, let me bring up The Gift, which I remember seeing this trailer, and I was like, ooh, that looks darn right creepy and weird. And it's made by a person who me and Tim have met. And has held your daughter into it's, the air. Yes. Has held, yes, has held my daughter tight. You And you chased his brother. I, I did. I did. I, you're right, Tim. I did chase his brother. Um, here we go. The gift. Gift. Brought to you by. More gifts. Looking at the original spicy chicken sandwich. Wendy's. Wendy's spicy yeah, Wendy's. chicken sandwich. That's a different. We've never had Wendy's before. Thinking about yeah. it again. That is good Which though. Now you mm, see spicy it everywhere chicken. you go. See you soon. Okay. Oh yeah. Here we go. <laughs> this is a mid-century modern home. This view is fantastic. The lighting is great. You like it? Yeah. Do you? This is good. <laughs> I'm very happy. Excuse me. Is your name Simon? Yes, it sir. is you. Hi. We went to school together. This is my wife, Robin. This is I think uh, Gordon Mosley. Uh, Gordo. Gordo. Oh my God! I'm so sorry to recognize you. It's <laughs> been a very, very long time. Welcome home, smiley face Gordo. How do you think he got our address? That's an expensive bottle of wine. We should thank him. I believe that the bad things in life, they can be a gift. That guy's odd. He's a little socially awkward, but I can be like that. Gordo, hi. Hi, after high school, and some people stay exactly the same. Thank you. 
Well, he's delusional. Thinks that we're friends. Thanks for a lovely dinner. Fish food. You don't find that a little troubling? I said that I wanted fish. And all the visits when you're alone. They used to call him Gordo the Weirdo. I think he's nice, and he's been very generous. What you're talking about is a one-sided friendship. You're essentially being forced into a breakup. There's no easy way to say this. Don't visit us anymore. It's not over. Simon, after all these years, I was willing to let bygones be bygones. What does that mean? I do not know. But it must mean something. Hello? Bygones be bygones after all these years. What the hell was that? <laughs> that was big. Gordo! <laughs> what does bygones be bygones mean? It's over! Simon has a full file on him. You think he's been lying to you? Just tell me what happened. It was 25 years ago. I have no idea who you really are. Simon says, new house. Simon says, beautiful wife. Simon says. You think you're done with the past, but the past is not done with you. Uncle Owen, baby. <laughs> Luke's uh, legal guardian right there. I want to give him, first things first, props. Joe Edgerton, he wrote it, uh, directed it, stars in it. And let me, tell, yeah. let me tell you that right now, the guy did a hell of a job doing all that work. Yeah, he, I mean, we, when we, we, we went to Celebration 2, the first Star Wars Celebration we went to. And he was there. He wasn't really there to talk about Star Wars, which I thought was kind of interesting back then. Uh, it sort of seems to him like I don't think you ever hear him talk about Star Wars now. I, I think that's just like, oh, yeah, I did Star Wars. Yeah. It was a job. Yeah. But I remember when we went, it was him and his brother Nash. And I remember they their whole panel was mainly them talking about independent filmmaking in Australia. And they actually showed a short film that they did, which I think it was called the pitch. If I remember correctly, uh, which was basically like a five minute thing where they were pitching a movie, an action movie to somebody. And I remember thinking back then that was really cool. And we all loved it. We all thought it was really great. And after the, after that, you know, we all got up and met, you know, Joel and he was re- cool, cool as can be back then. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm in, I, I, I don't know what the first movie I saw him in that really, Started bringing him back and bringing him in American audiences, but he's he's starting to become a, a big deal over here as a uh, not only an actor but also uh, a, a filmmaker. So good on you. Uh, wasn't it in two thousand two? Was that when Celebration two was two thousand two? Yeah, because I think because Caitlin was I guess was two years old then, and and he yeah. I don't know how I don't know if I said here hold this or if he just oh who's this I don't know how he was holding my daughter. No, I remember you. I I vaguely remember it because Kel was there too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I think Kay- Caitlin might have been in her. You you might have been holding her, or she, she might have been in her stroller or whatever. But I remember him going, "Ah!" and he picked her up, and I was like, "Look at you, for real! See that yep. Gordo the weirdo held <laughs> my 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 daughter." I guess you could say <laughs> this movie. Has a lot of things working for. It. I love Bateman number one. Yeah, 
And Bateman, in this kind of serious role, he was still kind of cool and cocky once in a while. He pulled it off. The wife, I don't know what was... I I just didn't like her, the actress performance. I don't know why. Yeah, Rebecca Hall, um, she... I do, I do like Rebecca Hall. I think I liked her a lot in Iron Man three. Um, I I don't know what else I've seen her in. She's been in a bunch of stuff. She's been around quite a while, but but Iron Man three is obviously where we we know her the most from. Um, and she's also in Transcendence, which I didn't see that Johnny Depp movie, which you saw, didn't you? I did. Yeah, and that that movie sucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, she's is she? I mean, they 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 really could have put any actress in that role but she you know she did okay she just is she wasn't really like eh. at the end of it at all it's like yeah bateman edgerton bam right and what's so cool about this movie is i went into this movie thinking that that bateman which he was was the bully back in high school picked on gordo blah 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 but later on, there's a scene, Tim. This is spoiler alert, so if you don't want to hear it, hear this, turn it off. Pause spoiler, it. spoiler, 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 spoiler. Fast forward. There's a there's a scene in the movie where explained why Gordo's like who he is and why he's there. Supposedly in high school, yeah. there's a scene. There's a room. There was a rumor going around. And he was in a car, and the guy in the car was was molesting him. He was he was diddling him or something. And here's the thing for <laughs> little 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 ditty about Gordo yeah. and Bateman. Um, <laughs> little diddle, um, Gordo the weirdo. Here's the thing for like eight seconds. I don't know about you, Tim. I really thought that that person in the car was Bateman. I yeah, I suspected Bateman might have been the guy diddling him. But Which I was like, no, but then it was it came out that he, Bateman just started the rumor or or did the rumor. Yeah. Like it was all a rumor. So 20 years later he comes back to to mess with um Bateman's life and what he does, Tim. I'm still like, "Oh my god." Yeah. See, there's 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 things in this movie that don't that don't make sense. I I did enjoy the movie, right. but there are things that don't make sense. If like if you were if you were bullied in high school, and you haven't seen your bully, or if you were diddled in high school <laughs> and you haven't seen your diddler, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and you know, and you're in a mall and you're at like Pottery Barn. And you see said diddler across the way. Not that he would. No, Jason Bateman wasn't the diddler, but no, he was not the diddler. There was no. Uh, there was. There was no diddling. Diddle me this, Batman. <laughs> there was no diddling at all. No zero diddling. Rumors well, of, of diddling. There's hints that possible diddle diddling and Ling. diddling may have <laughs> occurred, but we're not sure. No. Um, but um, the, uh, if if you saw if you saw someone across the store at Pottery Barn or what have you. Would you go up to him and be like, hey, what's up, man? What's going on? Hey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, uh. Not, you know, we, you not know. at all, but Gordo did it because he wanted, he wanted to get back at Bateman for starting that rumor. He just did that just to fuck with him, you know? Yeah, but how would he, how would he know that he would, he would be able to move on to that next level? <coughs> I don't think <laughs> he did. I, I guess. He seems smart. This this Gordo the weirdo. He seemed he knew what he was doing. I, I bet you he was a like, must have been been um, stalking them for months, maybe even a year or so. Just 
wondering what he's doing and his his lifestyle. I mean, who? I mean, yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows if he had seen him ahead of that? I I think I think they should have established that. Like maybe they, maybe when they were, you know, they're looking at the house, you saw like Gordo like w- walking by outside, like. Rrr. Well, he he knew everything. He he had a house key. He was in the house. He knew everything. He gave them fish, and then and then he killed them. Um, <laughs> Tim, there's a scene where, where that where that dog was missing, and I I told Kelly, yeah. if that dog is dead in a box somewhere. I'm out of here. Well, I, and and that was that was something too. Like I wasn't sure. Like it it, it seemed like J- Jason Bateman was trying so hard to make Gordo into an even bigger weirdo. And I, I was I was wondering, did Gordo actually take the dog, or did Jason Bateman take it and put it in puppy daycare for two days, and then we get it out? Well, why would like, he? Yeah, there, but he, he was concerned too about the dog. I, I think Gordo. Well, yeah, did, but he might have been he might have been acting. Uh, he might yeah, have been like, true. I don't know where the dog is. Wink. I think I think Gordo did take the dog, but he didn't mean any harm. But I think I felt sorry for Gordo the whole time. Like Bateman is a bully. He really is just yeah. a, a, a punk ass bully. And then the whole job thing, the whole he fucks over someone for the job and or something. Yeah, it was like kind of a subplot that they yeah. kind of that, yeah, they sort of hint at it. It was sort of like foreshadowing. Dun, dun, dun. And that that proved to you that if he bullied back in high school, he's still a bully. He's just bullying yeah. in, in in another way now. But the movie Tim had its twists and turns, and and the ending where the baby's born. And you don't know if, yeah. it's, if it's Teen Wolf 2 or if it's Gordo's. <laughs> if it's Teen Wolf 2 or Teen Wolf 3. I, I don't know. <laughs> or, T- or Obi-Wan 1. What? Yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was really, it was a suspenseful movie. There was even a point where I didn't think Gordo had anything to do with anything. Like for part of it, I was thinking they were just going out of their minds and, and Gordo had nothing to do with it. I was actually suspecting the neighbor. That the the lady uh, Lucy. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually suspecting. I bet part of me was saying, I bet she's doing all this for I don't know why, but she's doing it. Um, it had, but, you know, it was it was. I, it was I, uh, I jumped twice. I don't jump in movies at all. What I'm sorry, I jumped once. My my Kel and the kids jumped twice. But when the whole dog jumped and barked on the window. Yeah. And the whole shower scene, which I saw on the trailer, so I knew what she was smearing the fog, and there he was. You know what I mean? It was suspenseful. It did its part. It's a. It was a cool movie to watch. Uncle Owen kicked ass. I enjoyed it a lot. It was. It was really good. You. You. You got to see Edgerton really, really get a meaty role, which he wrote for himself. But, uh, but I thought it was kind of cool that that you know he he could have played the Jason Bateman role. Oh yeah, right. Which is the which is I guess the bigger role. And uh, I mean I don't know. They're they're both. I mean, if Gordo was killing fish and stealing dogs and potentially sticking his his, his, his little wee wee in where it shouldn't be, uh, then they're both just as horrible people. But um, so it's hard. It's hard to it, it's hard to like say, ah, oh, Jason Bateman's evil and he's the good guy. They, they would, both of them were basically kind of shitty, but one of them was one of them started the shittiness, and that's. That's the reason why Dave want me to say Gordo the Weirdo. I want to f you with my little pee pee. But what makes <laughs> what makes that funny is when he's saying that he has his finger through his zipper. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Remember that? And then he had yeah. a little tiny finger moving around and moving around. It was funny. So. Bateman was great. He was great. It was a good movie. 
I am giving this movie. It's you know what's weird? What sucks though on certain movies? The first time you see it, it's really good. I could yeah. never watch. I could never watch. It. I could watch it again, but it won't feel the same. I won't have the I same. Would, yeah, you know what I mean. I would have to watch it. Um, it would. It would have to be a long time. Yeah, between, like it's something that I know what's coming. I know the doll's going to be. Yeah. I know what's going to happen. But but the first time I saw this movie, I am really giving this movie. I want to say three and three quarters, almost a four. That's the exact rating I was going to give because it doesn't it doesn't necessarily merit repeat viewings, right? Right. Uh, which is what you know a rating of four. But it's, it's so damn good. It's right yeah, there. It, it's, it's it's really entertaining. It's it's worth watching. Um, it'll be on DVD in a couple months. Uh, so make it a red box night. You know, and and, and you know it's a, it 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 it's it's a good adult movie. That's it's not exactly original. You know, we've seen movies similar to this in the past. But it's executed really well. It's got great acting with Bateman and Edgerton. Uh, so yeah, I I, yeah, I recommend this movie. I think I think people should uh, should definitely check this out if they can. It's it's gonna it's probably almost out of theaters. When yeah. I saw it, there was actually a lot of people in the theater. Us too. We we saw I think open a weekend. It, it's a kind of movie that's so sad. Like nobody cares. Like if it doesn't if it's not a superhero or a sequel, no one's going to see it. And well, it's, it's a good movie. It's such a good movie to go see. Here here's the this is this is this is how the movie system works. I'm going to take a seat, Chris. Uh, this is I'm how the already, movie system I'm already works. sitting down. <laughs> the only uh, the 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 movie press. Everybody out there, the, the people on TV and Entertainment Weekly and all the magazines. They write about the movies that cost a billion dollars to make because the people who are making them are also paying a billion dollars to market it. So they want all these people to talk about how these movies are huge events. When a movie like this, which probably had a, you know, it probably had a budget of 10 million, if that, you know, it probably had a, had a marketing budget of 1 million, if that. Uh, so, like movies like this are small. Like it's basically they, they they the the word got out there by showing the trailer in front of everything for the past four months and having that weird standee in the theaters. Did you say, have you seen the standee for this? I didn't see a standee. Is it the poster with him holding the gift? It's yeah. It's like a four sided. It's like a four sided thing that you put in the middle of a hallway. So you have to walk around it. So I remember walking around that in like April, and I kept it, I, I kept saying seeing Jason Bateman, but it was the picture of Gordo, and I was like I was like wow Bateman Bateman looks crazy in this, but I didn't realize that that wasn't Bateman. I I, I thought that Bateman really changed up his look, but it was. I, I actually when when Luke and I filmed my little review outside the poster, I kept thinking there's there's one poster of him holding the box, almost like it looks like Dick in the box. It's <laughs> it's, it's right in front of him. Gordo's little penis in a box. <laughs> and then there's one of I think of Bateman. It's a sideways pose holding a gift. But I thought looking down at the dick in the box. Yeah, he was. He was. And I thought that was him and that was who. But Tim, three and three quarters. I think this is a good movie to go see yep. once. And then later on, maybe a couple years from now, I'll watch it again. Men bring your women to see this movie. Or bring the movie to your woman. We're going from that movie. To the man from Uncle, the Uncle, you know, who touches us, <laughs> who, who diddles us, um, <laughs> the diddling Uncle. 
Brought to you by. What is this? Spooky. Now it's a video game. What is it? <laughs> I can't skip it. There we go. Here it comes. Still following us. Yes. Is there one of them? Huh? Is he looking at us? Huh? Does he have just one hand on the steering wheel? Uh-huh. When you hear something that sounds like a gunshot, drive. Done. We recently discovered the existence of an international criminal organization with ties to former Nazis. Rumor has it they built an atom bomb. We have no choice but to work together to infiltrate this organization. We'll leave you to get acquainted. Napoleon Soldier, CIA's most effective agent. Uh, KGB, the youngest man to join it in their best within three years. America is teaming up with Russia. Things could get a little messy. The thing is, I work better alone. I work better alone too. Okay, I'll let you tag along. Did you get the invitation to my party? I stole it. So you're a thief. I hope you wear a mask. Sometimes. Just never when I'm stealing things. Not very good at this whole subtlety thing, are you? It'll be like this for 20 minutes. Can't touch. Don't make me put you over my knee. So you want to wrestle? I did not say that. Shall we? agent you're not having a very special day are you do uh, these belong to you or to me go ahead timmy <laughs> you know this was a movie that i again I think this is one of those movies where the trailer played forever yeah yes it did um and i never thought it looked very good i I like I like Henry Cavill as Superman, but he has yet to really impress me in other roles. Um, I like Army Hammer, but I think he was at his best in um, the Facebook movie where he played the twins. And, oh, man, I got... A th- this is the third movie that Alicia Vikander has been in this year, and she just is... Just she uses she's smoking hot. Holy crap! Yeah, there's something about her, and yes. Why don't you go? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I I'm not. I was never a Guy Ritchie fan. 
I'm not a Guy Ritchie fan. I really yeah. am not a Guy Ritchie fan. Me neither. I only probably saw like Snatch and maybe other shit because who's who's in them. You know what I mean? I probably just see that shit because the stars in the movie. I just, for me, Guy Ritchie, I don't like his his style. I I I, I enjoy the Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, and, yeah, I do like those too. And that's it. All his other movies, I I do not like. I didn't. I don't like Snatch. I didn't think Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels is that great. Uh, his other ones, I just don't like, and and I'm sure that this King Arthur movie that he's making now with uh, that just sounds awful. Charlie Hunman and Jude Law and oh, Banna's in it. Eric Banna. It, I just, I just don't, I don't like his directing style. Um, and there was a lot of things he did in this movie that were just like. He had, he does the shaky camera and the quick camera, quick movements and the and the quick edit with the zoom in and, yeah, and zoom I out. don't yeah. I don't like that it's it 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 annoys me. I, I'm with you and this this Tom Cruise I heard was offered the role, sign on board or something. Then he had to back out maybe for Mission Impossible or something. And it's just, it reminded me of like the James Bond Ethan Hunt kind of movie, but just bad. But I'm saying this, I'm saying this once, is Man of Steel for me, you know, I love Superman. It wasn't my Superman. I will put that out there. However, seeing Henry Cavill in this movie wearing a suit and sometimes glasses, I'm sitting there the whole time saying, holy shit, does he look, does he not look like Christopher Reeve to a T? And what sucks for me is I think I missed that when I was watching Man of Steel. Like, him in this Hello? What was yes. that? Okay. Later. Hit hit later. Him and this was such a major Batman Superman cock tease for me. <laughs> because he is is Christopher Reeve in this movie. I saw Christopher Reeve so much. And the guy is really not bad of an actor, just that this movie for me, which is boring as hell. I tell you, Tim, I think I conked out a few times. Uh yeah, I I I had to see the movie twice because Again, it's like it's it's, it's boring. Uh, but uh, you know, if here's the thing, if I if I wasn't if I wasn't doing a, a podcast and have and, and have to talk about the movie, I wouldn't have gone back to see it. But I, I can't go into can't come go on a podcast and say, oh yeah, I saw the movie and I had to go back and see it a second time so I could actually talk about it. Bored. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, or I, sh- I should say I should say I got to a point where I I just stopped caring. That's how I felt. Like I felt sorry. My my son Luke goes whenever I go out to a movie. He, oh, you know, he comes along. He he wants to go. And I, you know, this time I tell him, you know, it's going to be all talk or there's no action. There's no one with capes. But this, I felt this poor kid. He sat there. I'm bored out, out of my mind. Forty two years, forty two year, years old watching this shit. And there and there he is. I see his his head on like the armrest. I'm dying to know what's going through this little guy's head. You know, he's watching this. He's like, he's like, he's nothing like Uncle Bobby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just, it was a bad movie. I didn't like it at all, and it's so sad because I do like spy f- films and espionage shit. But the acting for me, I, although when I see Hugh Grant, why do I think of Steve Boss? Why? Well, I, 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 I think the same thing because I think why is I, that? I think of, I think Steve. Our friend Steve, uh, I think that I think of him with Hugh Grant and Tom Cruise. Like Steve is like a mixture of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah I can see that. 
Like if Hugh Grant picked up Tom Cruise as a prostitute on the side of the uh, Santa Monica Boulevard, and they had and they had spy sex, this is yes. what it would be like. It, Tim, it, it's it's sad because I I might have liked Fantastic Four better. <laughs> no, no, the uh, this there there are there are things in this that that made it for me watchable. I I think. I there there were some there were some neat things. I thought that that car chase at the beginning was entertaining. It was, it was. fake. It was fake. There's there's so much there was so much computer generated stuff yeah. and computer enhanced stuff in this. Even though they want you to feel like it's retro, but I, you can tell when it's computer generated. Uh, but I thought it was entertaining. I thought I thought the scene you know where they they were driving the car and they got it stuck and he you know. He gets out the window. I like his the coolness of him, even though I don't necessarily like the way that I don't. I didn't necessarily like the way that uh, uh, Henry Cavill was acting. He was acting. It. I think. I think they. I think they. They probably really, really wanted to get uh, the guy from Mad Men to to be in this. So and when they couldn't get him, John Hamm. Yeah. Like when they couldn't get John Hamm, they're like, "Well, we got to make this guy act like John Hamm." I can see that he did. He was cool though. Like the whole movie, there's a lot of coolness. I mean, and the, and the checks yeah. out as hell. But I was bored. A lot of the story and and the dialogue and the acting. I was. It, this is not my cup of tea. Oh, I'm trying to think. When I reviewed it, Tim, Uncle, I think I said unnecessary. Fuck. When I say unnecessary. Not, you were saying Uncle halfway through the movie. Uncle, just uh, to end the pain. Uncle. Nonsense. What was C? I forget what it said. L was, L was lousy. E was excruciating. What did I say for, for C? I don't know. But it was just bad. It was boringly bad. I liked I liked the music. I liked Hugh Grant. I thought he was cool. I liked the ending of it with the missile. I they, I like how they how they worked that all that, together at the end. Yes, that was a cool scene. Uh, and, and him on the phone. Yeah, uh, it was really a cool way of scene. Yeah, there, there were get, there I were some there were some good scenes to it, and I think that even though I'm not a huge fan of the movie, and I, but if they make a sequel, I'll see it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, and I and I didn't I didn't. The, the, here's here's one scene I did like, I, and I this is it, it was just a little scene. It was the scene where he, he where they're on the boat and he falls out of the boat. Yeah, and he gets into the thing, and he's just sitting there eating someone's lunch, watching Army Hammer z- z- being chased and shot at. But he's just sitting there eating a, eating a sandwich and eating that grapes and drinking. And the the music was playing, and you just saw everything going on. And he's just like relaxing because he doesn't give two squirts of piss. What happens to the Russian guy? Right, right, yeah, true. Uh, and then he then he gets his then he's like, ah, I guess I got to save him. And so there were there were good scenes and there were good aspects to the movie, but the movie itself not very good. How, how many popcorns to Tim? You For me, I'm just gonna give it a I'm gonna give it a flat two. Oh shit! I was gonna I was giving it one and three quarters, but you know what? I'm gonna up it to a two. I yeah. will give it two. I'll give it two. Really lousy looking pop, <laughs> popcorn. Really limpy, limpy stale popcorn. Yes, <laughs> limpy. I don't think I ever saw popcorn and limp pop. It's it's limpy. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, just just two two flat popcorns for this one. Uh, but again, but again, it has it has its, its aspects. And I, I know some people have said they really liked that. I did talk to someone who said I really liked it, and I told him he was an idiot. <laughs> I think a lot of people 
It all depends, I think, on your generation. To maybe we've seen so many cool way of spy films that you know this is this isn't up there for us. Yeah, I, I I mean I liked I liked the retro aspect of it. That that to me was the appeal. It's like oh cool, you know. It's like they they you know Man from Uncle was a TV show in the '60s that they made set in the '60s. It, like um, what do you call it? Did you hear about Z- the new Zorro movie? I did hear something. I forget, but I did hear something quick. If you tell me, I'm going to remember Zorro. It. They're making a new Zorro movie, and the 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 appeal of the the Antonio ones are it was Antonio, eh? And the thing about Zorro is, I like the idea of it being in you know late 19th century or early 20th century Mexico. This new Zorro is going to be in a post apocalyptic waste. I it's did like, hear oh, that. You Why know, does every fucking movie have to be post-apocalyptic? Why can't you just set it where it's supposed to be set? All because yeah, of, it's been done before, right. but that's how it's supposed to be done. All because of Mad Max is now the hottest thing, and then then the guy, yeah. the guy who made who made Mad Max. Now I'm drawing a blank. George Miller. George Miller. I'm George dr- um, the rumors now that he's going to do Man of Steel two, and that's why that's on hold. Everyone wants a piece of Mad Max now. Yeah, he I was know. George Miller was supposed to do um, the Justice League movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I, I heard there's like a script. There was a script. There were like, oh yeah, there was script. They had there was readings. They had cast assembled. There was photos of them. Yeah, uh, like the guy who played um, uh, uh, the uh, uh, the the immortal uh, the immortal Joe. He was supposed to be Martian Manhunter. I heard. Yeah, I heard that was already like they had everything. They had drawings and sketches and everything out for that movie. But. Yeah, it was it was it was almost greenlit. They 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 had a script and a script reading, and then it it never got the green light. So George George Miller making a Superman movie, I could get behind that. Oh yeah, I just wish it would be happens. It would happen sooner than later. Yeah. All right, let's go to our next film, Tim. A movie <laughs> where I couldn't tell you any of the songs. <laughs> I couldn't tell you like who's singing what. All I know is the story behind it. Straight out of Compton. Brought to you by this new Amazon Fire TV. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Gary Busey. Gary Busey. Look what you can do. Look what you can do. Amazon Fire TV. Here we go. <laughs> Straight out of Compton. <laughs> I heard you been spending a lot of time at your auntie house. How's the couch life? Yeah, my woman and my baby living there is hard, man. But you know, everybody can't do what you do. Really, what I do getting played out, Dre. Where the money at? But why you gotta be so ruthless, cuz? I'll make a few changes. Where you think you going? I'm just trying to get home. That's my son. You need to get back in the house or I will ruin your life. Hey. I gotta talk to my moms like that. You had to change. Change the situation. Would you take it? Just hit that first beat hard. Are right? you cruising down the street? All right. Cruising down the street in my six foot. Hey, that was dope, eh? You're listening to Compton's very own Ice Cube, Easy E, and Dr. Dre. I gotta tell you, you are witnessing history. People are scared of you guys. You have a unique voice. The world needs to hear. They want NWA? Let's give them NWA. This is only the tip of the iceberg, gentlemen. What's going on? What do you have in that bag? Are you kidding me? You can't take that in the bus. When I'm called on, I got a sword on. Switch the trigger, your body's on. Your 
songs glamorize gangs and drugs. Our art is a reflection of our reality. You guys supposed to be somewhere? These are artists. Rap is not an art. You cannot come down here and harass my clients because of what they look like. I promise you, things are going to be different from here on out. Listen, to be honest with you, I don't know anything about hip-hop, but I know that you're special. You want to be involved with this gangster life? Here we go. Speaking of the truth and people lose their mind. This isn't the Crips and Bloods. This is a threat from the federal government. They're trying to tell us what you can play. This man's driving you up. Yo, Clay. What up? I got something to say. We can keep going, man. We can take over the goddamn world. Tim, who who knew that? Be quiet. <laughs> Look what you can do. Who know? Who knew that this movie was so damn good? Yeah, uh, the, the, oh shit! I just uh, lost my page. Uh, yeah, this was a movie that I it could it could have it could have went either way. Yeah, yeah I remember seeing it. It could have been so, and I was like, overly. I melodramatic saw, and stupid. Yes, I saw the trailer thinking, ah, I'll see that. I mean, this is going to come and go, but it is like breaking records beyond belief. And it is so damn good. I was, I, yeah. I'm, I'm still amazed of how this movie was just fantastic. It really was. It was. Uh, I mean, you you weren't a fan of NWA, and I can't necessarily say I was a fan, but I, as a kid, I mean, because this this all takes place in the late '80s and early '90s, and that's that's when I was paying attention to stuff, especially on like MTV uh, and Rolling Stone. I, I was reading all the all the, the music magazines and stuff, and I so all of that stuff I remember happening when it was happening. I remember seeing things on the news, like like they had Tom Brokaw on there. I remember seeing things like that all over the news about NWA and and all that sort of stuff. So it was. Um, it was kind of interesting to, to as they're going on, like, oh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Um, and, you know, when I was a kid, I was I was into more heavy metal sort of stuff. And NWA was basically like heavy metal rap, if you really think about it. It was so hard that uh, it was, yeah. I, 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 um, I always think of, like, NWA as probably, like, one of the most influential rap acts. If you think about, like... Who was in it? What they've done since? Yeah, that's that's what's been. That's what blows my mind is where they started from and where they're at today. And you're right. Yeah. When I was in, in school too, I was I'm an '80s. I love the '80s music, but I never liked. I like you know whatever. I like Michael Jackson and the Hooters. I never liked <laughs> they, that kind of rap and stuff. I, I was never a fan, but I knew I saw you. I saw kids in school wearing NWA shirts, and I knew yeah. people like that. That Ice Cube and all that kind of kind of stuff, and I, I respect that and. This movie, I respect everything about this movie. Props to everyone involved in it. Yeah, I even remember. I, I remember the whole beef between Ice Cube and everybody because he, he, you know, he had this video where he was mocking. And they didn't, they didn't really touch on it, but he had this one video, and I can't remember the song where he was like mocking the NWA and Easy E. Remember he had the sleazy E, and you know, and the and the. The uh, the manager and all that sort of stuff, 
in the video. Um, it might have been on that, not on the first record, but this is like 1991, 92. Well, there's there's those scenes in the movie that he's like, right, you know, once he he leaves the band and he's on his own, he's like, yeah. there. As I thought it was so fun, but I never knew this. Whatever, I'm dumb to this, this kind of music. Yeah. I never knew that they would like they would call each other names and their songs like back and forth. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like that's cool. I was like, that's well, that that's was clever shit. That was back. It was like all East Coast, West Coast. There were all sorts of stuff going on back then. I, I, I remember when I when I went up to New York um, last year and I was walking around. I walked by this auditorium, which I remembered there was a charity basketball game that there was a shooting at. And, and, and I remember walking by this auditorium thinking, oh, that was where that shooting was at. And I remember that like back then, like rap and, and that start, sort of stuff was seen as dangerous. And I mean – I guess some people still see it that way. Right. Uh, I, I remember yeah. those East Coast West Coast um, feuds. I really do. Like, yeah. who was the who was the who was the big guy? He was the big guy in the movie. The big Biggie. Oh, Sh- yeah, Suge Knight. Suge Knight. Like, I I knew he got shot. I knew everything that had to happen to him. Like, I was I knew shit was going on. I never cared, but this this movie just it reminds you of how it was. And and and, and the kid I'm saying this right now, Ice Cube Junior. Yeah, he. Was amazing. He's, who who knew? Great. Who knew the Ice Cube Junior might might I doubt it's too soon might get nominated for an Oscar. It would be it would be really cool. It'd be like yeah, it's like yeah, just I just act like my dad. Yeah, like dad. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. Like Ice Cube's a badass. You know, he's in these these are we there yet comedies now. He's yeah. turned to a family guy right along and, and whatnot. <laughs> but the photos I've seen of him back in his youth, man, and and his son today. It was ideal, perfect casting. <laughs> perfect yeah, his casting. son looks ex- uh, almost exactly like him. Uh, it's a, it's amazing. And the guy that they got to play Easy E uh, did a really good job. Jason Mitchell, he looks, he looked he just does. like Easy E. The guy they got Dre was no, like, yeah, not at all. He didn't the guy really so much. The guy who played Dre was a handsome, good-looking kid. <laughs> and Doctor Dre, I mean, who am not I? So I no, he's not that handsome. But the scene. Or Dr. Dre's brother, he gets a phone. Uh, Tim, yeah. I don't, I don't like the music. I don't like rap. I don't care. But I was bawling my eyes out in that scene because the guy who played Dre was acting so. He had tears. He was crying, and I was yeah. crying. I'm like, I'm crying in this movie. It's like I couldn't. <laughs> it was a, a great, fantastic film. I can't, I can't find anything wrong with it. No, there. Um, the only thing I can find wrong. with the only thing I could find wrong with it is there was a shot of them playing the Spectrum in Philly, and I just remember saying, "That's not the Spectrum." Yeah, I was, I was like thinking, I forget how the Spectrum looked, but that doesn't look like what I remember. Yeah, it doesn't okay. look like the Spectrum, and yeah. and also uh, Joe Louis Arena in Detroit, like that doesn't look like Joe Louis Arena. Come on, I saw enough Redwood Red Wings game on TV to know that that doesn't look like Joe Louis Arena. And um, I want I want to give props to Paul Giamatti because once again. He's in a movie and he's just great. And no matter what he's, yeah. you know, the, the thing I like is is Jerry Heller still alive. He's still in, and so and they and they they do paint him in a somewhat negative light. But at the same time, I think they're pretty fair with him because even though he was not, I I, I think I think what it, I think what it was I think what they were showing is he wasn't a very competent manager but he he did he, it seemed like he had their best interest in mind it seemed like he, he truly cared and truly wanted them to be successful it's just 
he wasn't good at managing money and yeah. neither was easy or so. And he, and he, he saw, he saw easy as the money train and the other guys, not so much. So he put most of his efforts towards him. But, but uh, was it ice cube? The one you wrote all the songs. Ice Cube was the songwriter, but Easy E was sort of the businessman. He yeah. was the one that had the the, the business and sense he was, at the he time. Was, he was banging everything that would walk past him. And when he oh, yeah. got they wind of, of HIV and he had AIDS and everything, and in the hospital, yeah. and Ice Cube came to see him. I, and I I'm, remember when that all happened. Yeah, I was like, I, I was, I, I was crying. I was like, this. I was like, oh, I mean. Just imagine if I would have been paying attention back in the eighties and nineties when this was going on, you know? Yeah, I remember. I do remember being influenced by the Ice Cube and the Dr. Dre stuff when it came to Easy E. I remember thinking, Easy E, that guy's just a little piece of shit, and really, he's not. He he actually really was a a, a, a innovator and a you know and a trendsetter in terms of in terms of rap. Um, but I mean, look at, look at, look at everything that's happened since as a result of NWA. Okay. A ice cube has become gigantic. He's, he's, he's just like, you know, master of film and television. And, you know, he's a producer, music producer, a television movie producer, Dr. Dre. That guy is, yeah, that guy is a zillion, you know, yeah. With the, with the Apple with, uh, with him and, um, Trent Reznor with Beats, the Apple thing. So I mean, he's a billionaire at this point. Plus, if it wasn't for him, you know, the Tupac, Snoop Dogg, uh, Eminem, uh, so many other things that Weird, Weird Al, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah Weird Al. Uh, and, you know, and Easy E was in terms of in terms of the style at the time, and it's just is. You just think about it. They, I mean, they really were like the Beatles of of rap. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there were yeah. there were groups before the Beatles, and there were there were rap groups before NWA. But these were like this was like the big. This was like the the, the explosion that sort of in and this and it influenced rap all through the nineties. I personally, I think a lot of rap, a lot of rap now is. I, I mean, our listeners might like it. I think it's shit. I I hear. I hear stuff on the radio and I'm like, where the fuck is the melody? Where the fuck is, where's the, where's the, the, where's the, uh, the poetry? Like when ice cube wrote a song, it had a, it had a story, it had a meaning. I hear, I hear this shit now. I'm just like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm with Tim. I'm always, that's one thing I always complain about. The music today is not how it was like back then. It told stories. It had a beat today. People just couldn't say, I went to the bathroom, wiped my ass and it makes millions. You know what I mean? Yeah, some of them. Some of them. I mean, there is good stuff out there. You just got to so, look for it. But yeah, it's hard to find though nowadays. The stuff, I mean, where I work at night, you know, the, the cleaning crew comes in and they turn on the they turn on the rap station and I'm walking through the halls and I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so, ben, I mean, hey, people people might love it. Who knows? But not, not for me. Well, how, how many popcorns, Tim, for Fan.com? For this... I got. I got to give it four. I. I, yeah. I thought it was. I thought it was really awesome. And it is. It is something that, especially if you're a fan of the music, and especially if you're a fan of the time period, it does merit multiple viewings. There's a lot going on in it, and there's a lot of history to. It. I loved it. I thought it was really awesome. I'm giving it a four too, Tim. I'm right with you, and I know I was. Gonna, I can just imagine people who are seeing this 
who who are diehard fans of that time and era who go see yeah. it. I mean, this is probably like like they're like Gandhi. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I mean this this stuff was all going on. I mean, if you think about it, you think about all the stuff that was going on there in their late eighties, early nineties. I mean, that's that's in the era of like Michael Jackson, Bad through yeah. Dangerous. Yeah, that's Guns and Roses were huge at that time. Yeah. Uh, uh, Nirvana was coming up, uh, all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, this this all takes place during that that era where there was so much interesting stuff happening all over the place. Color me bad. <laughs> Color me bad. You're right, Tim. This- There's so much so much interesting stuff going on in music during that like five year period. Milli like Vanilli to 93 million vanilla yeah you know you can't all sorts them. of neat stuff going on so it's it's like during that five-year period they're just like it's just it was just awesome i feel bad for kids i feel because who do they have they have um justin bieber bieber yeah justin bieber the funny <laughs> fucking needs ya and tell them why <laughs> i tell you why because you're a little uh, I can't say that word right now. <laughs> yeah. All right, Tim. Next movie that we're talking about came so, in. So hey, but let's 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 uh, we've agreed one hundred percent on all three movies so far. This is yeah. the most boring episode for people. They would not, neither of us have told either to suck it. I, I yeah, and I, I'm hoping you're not telling me to suck it after this one. <laughs> this this movie came out on a Wednesday, and Kel and I actually saw it Tuesday night at, at the seven o'clock showing. I was uh, kind of excited that she had off and. I was like, ooh, let's go see it before it really comes out. It is called No Escape. Where's the trailer? That's a short, that's not the trailer. There we go. Brought to you by Saber's Edge. (laughs) On your iPhone, download it now. ago I could not have pictured myself dragging my family to the other side of the world to start over. What if we don't like it here? I think we will. (laughs) Welcome to Asia. You're gonna love it here. Get through this, okay? Get your head down! Look out! You're a 
alive, Jack. Hey! Just get your family the hell out. First things first, I'm going to say seeing a movie like this kind of movie with Owen Wilson was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, and both Owen Wilson and Lake Bell, who are, I mean, Owen Wilson has done dramatic stuff, and Lake Bell has done dramatic stuff, but the two of them are better known for their sort of comedic performances. I think I heard that like, Owen Wilson's last like serious role was like, I don't know, some kind of like War Black Hawk Down or some kind of like, old. War. Oh yeah, like going back, like yeah, like like ten, fifteen, ten, twelve years, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like and this now, this is this movie is almost like like a Mad Max kind of storyline. There's 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 a, there's a war going on in Asia. There's a war. People are dying, and they just have just just survive the night and whatever. Yeah, and it's, it's short and sweet in my eyes. And I wrote this on my Facebook thing, which you I don't know, Tim. I, I I'm dying to know how. <laughs> to know your thoughts if you if you have a family like if you have kids and your wife and everything this movie is just pure torture the whole way through edge of your seat shaking crying eyes watering what the hell's happening movie <laughs> what, yeah what about you, Tim? no i mean th- this this movie was like yeah you you seriously are on the edge of your seat the entire time it's there's so and you know, and, and, the, and I'll say the, I, this is another one of those movies that had the trailer played forever. Yeah, yes, it but did. Yeah, it was such an effective trailer that I didn't mind. It was a really good trailer, really good. And it's such like, and and if I ask you, like, if I guess anyone out there who I guess sees trailers a lot, like we do, what scene in the trailer, Tim, immediately comes to mind? Well, the the. The scene, I remember when you were playing it, I love the scene in the trailer when the, he's standing there and all of a sudden he sees shit's about to go down on the street <clears throat> and all the things start shutting down. Yeah. And the, the music, and it's just him going away. That's the first thing. But the second thing is him throwing his kid. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got chills just thinking about that scene. Like, you know, and we left, we left the movie. It's a shame that my daughter's away this week. She wasn't around to see this this with us. Like we're walking to the car, me, Cal, and Luke, and I, I, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, there's no way I could pick you up and throw you by your shoulders. I said I would have to like grab your arms and like spin a few times and and throw you like that. I couldn't really pick yeah. you up and throw you. you. Would have, yeah, you would have to sh- you would have to like throw her like a like a shot put. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pick him up by his legs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then Kelly was we were having a weird conversation on the way home. And then Kelly was like, you know, if 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 you would have thrown one of the kids to me, and if they would have if the kids wouldn't have, have made it, I would have killed you. And then I said, I would have jumped over. I would have I would have stayed where I was. And she goes, if they would have died, I would have jumped off too. Like we're talking about it for half an hour. <laughs> like it's going to happen on the way home or something. It's, it, I mean, it's, it, it is one of those things. that's like, it's, it, it's, it's not so much. What would you do in our mind? We're thinking, Oh, I would definitely do that. And I would do it. But the, the simple thing is when you're put in a situation like you're frozen with fear, who knows what you would actually do. And also, right. Yeah. You know, throwing a kid 
over an alleyway. Oh, it's, it's, so, have, it's, yeah. it's so tense, and the whole like the, everything, every scene. They're they're in their hotel room, and there's people outside. Then they're on the roof, and they're getting shot. And they got to jump over the thing, and then they're in the streets, and there's crowds coming. They got to sneak through the crowds, and it's like there's no time to breathe in this movie. Yeah. Seriously, and every once in a while you see Owen Wilson say a little joke to his kids or or smile like there's wedding crashers. You know what they I mean? Would just lean in and go, "Hey, Gordo with his little pee pee." <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I Tim, I love this movie. I this, what sucks though. Once again, it's a movie. Wow, I saw it once. Fantastic. I yeah. don't know if I can watch it again and feel the it's, same. Way. It's the suspense. It's it's one of those things where you have to you have to put time between it. So like in a few years. Yes, I always say I always say these movies are going to show up on FX in four years. Um, but the, the, here's something I thought was kind of funny. It was very the beginning of it was very 80s with the with the uh, the name of the movie and remember the like the title the title card screen and it zoomed in as a no escape and it zoomed in and then yeah. you like just saw the island. It was very like it maybe, was very. Maybe. Maybe that's Very why I, I liked movie. it a lot because yeah, I love big eighties fan. <laughs> Maybe that's why I liked it yeah. as much as I did. And I, I almost forgot how effing cool once again is Pierce Brosnan. Pierce, I remember last year. This is the time of year that they release Pierce Brosnan movies. Yeah, because I remember last year there was November a Pierce- Man, right? Is that the yeah, one? Yeah, November Man. This is and and uh, normally this time of year has nothing out. You know, the end of October, beginning of September. And this it's kind of the same thing now, but it seems like compared to last year, they're they're saving these little movies that they couldn't really figure out where they were gonna put them out. And they're putting them out now and like the gift and no escape. And they're putting them out now, and it's just sort of like, wow, there's a lot of movies out now. Like last year there was nothing out. Nothing. And the ones that are coming out where it's like, ah, it's gonna suck. Not that bad, and no, the whole movie to me, like Owen Wilson was in charge of some kind of water company or something, and they they blame them or the company for coming in and blah blah blah. And yeah, it was basically what it was was like yeah, Western Western companies were coming in and uh, basically taking. I mean, coming in and basically taking over the economy, I guess of the of the lo- of the local countries and. The country is is it so in debt financially to these overseas American or what what have you countries that they can't ever pull themselves out of it. So the so the the Western countries are basically in charge of these small countries. And there there's a, there's a, a part of the movie point in the movie that I thought that Pierce kept on appearing, popping up at weird times, and I'm like. Do I trust this guy? Do I trust Bond? Like I'm thinking, what is going on with this Pierce Brosnan guy? Yeah, I, and and I I kept thinking, what a what a weird. It's like it was just like Pierceo the weirdo. Yeah, uh, and what's 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 so sad is that this is this is a side story that my son's been playing Goldeneye on the Wii, not the not the vintage Nintendo no. 64 version. It's Goldeneye. Archives. It's so weird. It's yeah, archives. It's so weird. It's Goldeneye movie for the Wii but as Daniel Craig as Bond and Goldeneye. Make sense? It's uh, kind of weird. It, it's, yeah. his, it's his face, his voice uh, in the movie Goldeneye. It's so crazy. Anyway, he's, he's playing Goldeneye and, and Lace and, and I keep telling you know Luke and all that 
Pierce was the original Goldeneye, <laughs> and he, he, he's in this movie. And Pierce I, was the original Bond, and then they made a prequel with yeah, Sean crazy. Connery. It's crazy. We were telling, trying to tell him what's going on. And the whole movie, I'm like, you know, he's like, where's, where's Bond? Where's Bond? Where's Bond? And the whole, there's a lot of scenes where he has that little PPX-7 gun, <laughs> Bond, and yeah. he does his, his Bond shit, and it's like, yeah, there he is. But, spoiler, he's not in it very long. No. And he's I was sort of in it, then gone. And part of me was, I was, I kept thinking, where the fuck did Pierce Brosnan go? Because for like an hour, you're like, where's Pierce Brosnan? And then when he shows up, you're like, well, that was convenient. He shows yeah. up, he does, this guy's about to die, and she's about to get raped, and yeah, that kids was- are gonna gonna be thrown into a grinder and yeah. he's gonna get have a hot poker shoved up his asshole and i didn't think that part but yes <laughs> i was you know a little artistic uh, you were hoping but yeah, the, mo- please, the movie please. takes us turns where the, the bad guys are gonna are holding a gun in the daughter's hand to, to kill owen wilson oh yeah yeah kill, yeah kill you shoot your father and i was like oh, no, 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 no. and i was like just gone and the movie the movie delivers everything you expect from the trailer it delivers yeah it's it is it's a it is a very entertaining movie. It's it's one of those things again. Bring your woman to see this movie, or bring the movie to your woman, uh, because it is it, it is one of those things that that it's. I mean, I I'm not married, but it is one of those things. Like you you had that conversation with your wife after you saw the movie. Yeah. I think anybody that's married that watches this movie, unless unless they don't like their husband or wife at all, well, would have this conversation. That's what I said in, in my review on Facebook. It's so weird. I said, if you have a family, if you're in a family, or if you know a family, you're going to love this movie. And everyone is in a family one way or another. And yeah. just, what would you do? How would you survive? You'd do anything to protect your own family. You would do anything, whatever it takes. When, when I saw your, your thing on Facebook, I remember thinking, ah, Chris is so predictable. <laughs> Because I, I I I knew I wanted to see this movie, but I was like, I knew it. It was because of the kids and the family, and that's why I liked it. And I thought I'm going to go see this movie, and I'm going to be bored out of my mind. I think it's stupid, and I was wrong. I was I I did not think it was stupid at all. I did. I found it to be I found it to be very very. I mean, as I said, edge of my seat the entire time. Good, good Tim. I'm grinding s- grinding my teeth. I'm so glad because yeah, sometimes like I think maybe. I don't know. We're not really far apart in age, but but where we are in our lives right now, it's it's totally different, and that's mm-hmm. why sometimes I'm like, ah, Tim might not get it. And <laughs> you're watching this movie, like Tim, Tim won't like this, and I come in like this movie was awesome. Tim's gonna hate this movie. Yeah, Tim's gonna love this movie. This movie sucked. Yeah, exactly. Like that's how you are too. Chris is not for you. I go, Tim, I loved it. Oh, or or you're gonna love it. So that Tim was boring. It's maybe I should just maybe I should just do that to you. Like I'll go see like Star Star Wars Force Awakens before you. Uh yeah. yeah, no, you're 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 gonna love it. You're gonna and you're gonna go, no, it sucked. It's yeah. worse than Phantom Menace. There's 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 times that we always like talk to you or see your this shit, and, and we're like, why does Tim say that? Tim says I'm not gonna like this movie when I know I'm gonna like it because I love. <laughs> I don't know who's in it. You know, I love whatever Jack Black. You know what I mean? Well, I think if, I, I think I, I figured you out. I figured you out when it comes to movies, and this this one isn't really an exception, but it kind of is because it's a little different. You are more interested in the movie star than the movie not, itself. Not like, really. Like, I love Compton, and I don't know anyone in that movie. Yeah, but I like for, it traditionally. Story. Traditionally, for you, it's like, like this, like when you when when you say you weren't going to say I'm going to go see No Escape, you're going to go say I'm going to go see the new Pierce movie. 
I didn't call it Pierce. I said Owen Wilson, actually. <laughs> the Owen but Pierce. I, I like a good story, and the acting yeah. actors in it help big time, of course. They, like, I mean, that's, that's that's that's. I mean, honestly, that's that's why they're cast, and that's why they're paid a lot because they know they can get like, people. In the I'll be honest. If, if Mel Gibson starred in Noah, I would have probably liked it a little bit more than I liked <laughs> like Russell Crowe's Noah. You know what I mean? I I, I do agree that sometimes yeah. the actor helps me like the movie, but this movie. Tends- I mean, I'm the I, I'm the same way sometimes, but uh, but especially with like small movies, I kind of. I sort of have to step step back and say, "Hey, listen, they can't afford to, to put Ben Affleck in this movie, you know, so they have to get, you know, Casey Affleck, <laughs> his brother." Well, let's let's go to the popcorns, Tim. How many for um for this one? This I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna give it three and a quarter. Ah, uh, no, 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 no! It's not it's not least better. What? It's not it's not worse than Compton, is it? Compton for me, it it, it is. I, I was more engaged with Compton uh, in general than with, with this one. I mean, there's two years down the road. I'm going to remember more about straight out of Compton than I am going to remember about this movie. I'm giving it the same as Compton because I'm giving it a four. I'm giving it like a really, <laughs> really maybe 4.1 um, Compton. You're going to, oh, what the hell? I just, what was that? I just, Ruled on my finger, and I don't even know where it came from. <laughs> what? I, just, I moved my hand, all of a sudden drip. I'm like, where did that come from? Did it come out of my nose, my mouth? I don't know. Uh, any anywhere lower? Or what's going on? Is no, any- no, it was like right, ben- right, right beneath my nose and or mouth. All right, well, uh, that's disgusting, should- but okay. So, uh, would you would you eat these two popcorns, these delicious popcorns with chopsticks? Not after you just something came out of your nose, no. <laughs> I just I was, on, I was like drip. I'm like I'm dying. <laughs> is it is it clear? Well, I already wiped it off. Yeah, it was clear. It was like yeah. Was, well, as as that- I think I might have just had I, I might have just had like a spittle on my mustache or something. <laughs> That's that spittle. <laughs> it's, it's it's from my morning whack up. It was just there all day. It's it's jittle. <laughs> uh, well, that's what I saw, Tim. What did you see now? Uh yeah, I saw three other movies that you didn't see, and when I told you I saw the one, you were like, "Good luck." Yeah, I, no, no, I think I said, "Holy sheep." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw Sean the Sheep. Why? Because I, 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 I like the the, the Wallace <laughs> and Gromit guy. I like it's, Chicken Run, and that's all I like about that guy. And why did you like it? Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> I like this better than Chicken Run. Fuck Chicken Run. Fuck Chicken Run of a fucking chicken ass. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bukak. Bukak. <laughs> no, I, yeah. Sean the Sheep. Again, it's it's a kid's movie. Um, right. So why are you seeing it? What's going on? You've seen kids. movie. You, you I have saw, kids. Uh, I, 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 true. <laughs> you saw Planes. I know that sucked. No, plane. Yeah, both sucked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it. It it's. I, I Sean the Sheep is is big in in the UK. It's a. I think it's on TV or was on TV. Um, but I mean it was it was fun. It was. It was real simple. Little kids. There were there were little kids in there, and there were little kids that were like, "Yay!" And you know, I, I was there by myself, obviously, but uh, I saw it before I went to the before I had to go to work. Um, but yeah, I mean. It's it, it it's a it's a fun kids movie. I, I I like that stop motion animation. I think that's a lot of fun. Um. So yeah, it was. You 
it, I mean, it's it's not a movie I ever need to see again, but it was just it was just something fun to go and spend ninety minutes just sitting there watching sheep run into town. That and, sounds uh, good, Tim. I, I wish. Sorry, I missed that one. <laughs> uh, I also saw the new Woody Allen movie. I see all the Woody Allen movies. You do love uh, Woody. <laughs> I do. Don't stop, Woody. Um, that's from Mannequin. Um, I saw uh, Irrational Man, the new Woody Allen movie with Joaquin Phoenix and Emma Stone, and I love Emma Stone. I actually didn't realize that this was Woody Allen when I when I saw it in the on the listings. I didn't know I didn't know that this was coming out. I saw what's this Irrational Man playing at three different theaters around town. I was like, what is this? And I was like, oh, it's the new Woody Allen movie, and Emma Stone is in it, and I I love Emma Stone. Yeah, she she oh, my a, God. she is a good. I love her too. I would like her and Alicia Vikander to go to be in a lesbian buddy cop movie together and have it rated NC-17. I would watch that with the lights turned low and a candle lit. But, um, I mean, it's not, it's not a great Woody Allen movie. Woody has, he has the, you know, his, his high points, like, you know, midnight in Paris. He has his low points, which are like, you know, anything else. And then he has the movies in the middle. And this is kind of like one of those movies in the middle. Woody makes one movie a year on average. So they're not all winners. This one's not a winner. This is kind of like right there in the middle. It's like very forgettable. It's a movie that only diehard Woody Allen fans are going to really care about in the future. Right. And, but I mean, you know, I saw it and it was, I mean, it was enjoyable. Woody Allen movies are kind of like watching a stage play sometimes the way they're written Um, because they're written in ways that people don't normally speak. Like if you, if you go to a stage play, a lot of times it's like, people don't actually speak that way. (laughs) Right. Right. Uh, And then I saw yesterday, I saw American ultra and I was hoping you would, you would see this. Um, But I told you, I didn't think it was that good. Yeah. It it looked, it looked, I saw a few trailers and maybe her on a talk show and that's about it. And it just doesn't, I'd rather see Hitman first. Yeah, and actually, uh, that's that's uh, that I had, I had a choice. It was like I can go sneak into Hitman, or I can sneak into American Ultra. What did you American what Ultra? Why? Why is that one? Why'd you pick that one for? It was a little bit shorter, and because I had to go to work right afterwards, I was able to see two movies before I went to work. Amazingly enough, um, but yeah, it was. Uh, it, I kept watching the movie thinking this has to be based on an independent comic. It 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 seemed like it seemed like a poorly written independent comic book that's hyper violent because there's a lot of violence in it. It's it, but the fight scenes are really good. And that's the only thing that's good about it. The fight scenes are good and that guy Walter Goggins from um uh uh he was in Django Unchained and Okay. What was that TV show with Oliphant? Uh, Justified. Justified. He's the guy with the spiky hair. Oh, well, you know what? He's in. Yeah, he's in the new um. Hateful Tarant- Eight. Yeah, Tarantino. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly. And that guy, that guy is awesome. Right? I do love that guy. Yep. And actually, you know who else was in it? Nash Edgerton, the guy you chased down at Celebration too. No way. Yeah, Nash Edgerton had a small role in it. He played a guy named Beetle. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was like the fights were fun. And that's about it. I Kristen Stewart, I can't stand her. She is the worst fucking actress on the goddamn planet. Yeah, there's, uh, there's something. It's. I mean, Twilight was the only thing she'll ever be, according to to her fans, good in. You know what I mean? 
if you can even call that yeah yeah true i mean i I don't i don't base her on that i've seen enough of her other movies to know that she sucks um so i'm not basing it on twilight you know twilight's twilight that's you know i'm I'm not saying robert pattinson's a bad actor because he was in twilight because he is a good actor he's a better actor than she is um but fuck i mean this the the movie the fight scenes if you so if you like entertaining fight scenes and not much else it's just kind of this sort of seems like a movie that like college kids would be like oh man it was so awesome yeah i I heard it's all all about pot and action i heard people yeah Yeah. it's only for a certain group and maybe we're just we're we're too old now to like it i remember seeing the poster for it thinking thinking man jesse eisenberg is playing lex luther jesse eisenberg did this and that and he you know he's been nominated for academy awards why is he making you know a pot comedy yeah and you know yeah and and, and then there's your answer uh, yeah it's just eh. speaking of, so yeah the american ultra see it if you're into it i don't you know don't see it if you don't see it it doesn't really matter you're not gonna you're not gonna go through life you're not gonna miss much yeah yeah Although I did see on on the uh, the trailer squad, there was the trailer for Hateful Eight. Yes, I saw that too. Yeah, that it that, looks it looks like um, like like all the rest with a cool cast and like a in a in a in a cabin and yeah. just dialogue and just Kurt Russellness and Sam Jacksonness <laughs> and Tim Rothness. It looks really like a cool film. Hopefully, hopefully it's better than I like Django a lot, but I just want like a like a like a Pulp Fiction Reservoir Dogs style kind of movie again. Yeah. yeah. Um with 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 that one, you know who you know who I was loving in that movie or in the trailer? Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she seems so funny in that movie. Yeah. I've always thought she was really cute. I know she's like in her mid fifties now, but I've always found Jennifer Jason Lee to be really cute. And just her as this I guess I guess um Kurt Russell is a bounty hunter and he caught her and he's bringing her back to be hung. But she's like, yeah, I'm going to get hung. Yeah. And it's just she's she's like, whatever. Yeah. 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 And Kurt Russell, I mean, say what you will. He looks awesome as hell. <laughs> Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's one of those actors that he never, he's never, he, he's in bad movies, but he's never bad. Yeah. He, does, he sometimes will overact, but he's never, he's never bad. Like, like in tombstone, like oh, I'm coming. And how's coming with that? He's always so over the top, but it's awesome. It's awesome. The other thing else that comes out this week is We Are Friends with Zach Efron, which if I see it, yeah, if I see it, I see it. But Tim, the movie that my entire family (laughs) cannot wait because it looks so freaking awfully bad, but great. Uh huh. But I I hope you see it, even though it's it's like a it says here horror comedy. Um, The Visit. Oh, that's um, Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yep, but the trailer, the trailer looks so hysterical when the mother is crazy out of her mind eating popcorn. She gets Yahtzee and yells Yahtzee (laughs) in the the camera with popcorn all in her mouth. The kids and I cannot wait for that movie. I will. I will see that. I will see that. Uh, But there's there's nothing seriously. There's nothing really like. Absolutely nothing comes out. Transporter. Let's see. Transporter refueled, which I'll see. A walk in the woods. That looks. Uh, I saw a trailer with uh, Nick Nolte and Redford. It looks. Yeah. But nothing. The perfect guy to visit. Like the next big kind of movie, Black Mass, Giant Death. Before we go with Chris Evans and Alice Eve. Mm-hmm. 
There's Perfect no- guy looks dumb. I mean, yeah, it does. It does. And yeah, I, I want to see it, it though. This is a uh, Battle Black, Ray. Black Mass oh. is going to be a, the big one. Giant Depp. That looks cool as hell. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Black Mass. Oh, oh. Maze Runner. Sequel. Yeah. Everest. <gasps> that comes out. Yeah, we kind of have. We're kind of. We kind of have to go through a bunch of shit through the first half of September, like we always do. Yeah, a bunch of shit. So the next episode of Pass the Popcorn is going to be us being like, yeah, I didn't care about this movie, but yeah, once once the 18th comes, Everest, Maze Runner, Black Mass, Cesario, the Martian, uh, the Martian uh, Legend. That- and right after that, uh, yeah, the Martian, Hotel Transylvania Two, The Intern, Green Inferno. Uh, there's a lot of stuff coming out. October, I've always found October, late late September into early October to be really interesting time period. Did uh, you see the tra- you see the trailer for where'd it go? The Green Inferno, Eli Ross new movie. I you know what I I, I say I I don't see horror movies or, or or you know those those gore movies, but I'll see the Green Inferno. It looks that's I mean, a cannibal it, movie, right? Yeah, it like sounds yeah. Trailer. It sounds creepy as hell, but I'll be right there. I'm hope I'm hoping Dave will check that out with me and all. So, well, all right. Well, thank you for listening to this episode. Of- wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait, wait, got- oh, that's right. Go on. I'm sorry, Tim. Go ahead. You got the feedback for Tim and Chris. I'll press the popcorn. You know what? Hey, but before we go on to this, you haven't been to a Regal recently, have you? No, not in a long time. I think I've been listening to Kevin Smith way too much. Yeah. Um, because they have this, this, they're, you know, they, 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 they updated the, the roller coaster. They've had the same roller coaster since 1999. Shit. So they updated the roller coaster. So that's different. But now they have this thing where they, they, they show all these different people going to the movies, like an old age woman. I love robots. And like a bunch of kids going to the movie and they're all going to see the same movie. <laughs> And I, I, I feel like I've, I've been listening to like Hollywood Babylon way too much because they're all sitting there in the movie. And then it says, and then the thing comes up because when the lights go down, we're all the same. And I'm like, and I'm like, in my head, I'm always like, so pull out your cocks. <laughs> so I, your- I, every time I see that, I just think I just, I could just picture Kevin Smith saying, so pull out your cocks. We're well, here's, I got kind of, we're all the same. I got kind of like, I don't know until tomorrow for sure, but. Derek yesterday texted me that Hollywood Babylon uh, with Smith and Ralph Garman are going to be at the Trocadero, is it called, down in Philly? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. Trocadero. In October. Was, I spent I spent most of my teenage concert years there. I, that's where I saw Weezer for the first time, and I saw the Foo Fighters there. and um, I've seen a bunch of awesome bands there. Tickets are on sale tomorrow at noon, so he's going to pick us up. Some tickets. So, yeah, and that's my that's probably my favorite Kevin Smith podcast is the Hollywood Babylon. Yeah, uh, Hollywood Babylon. I used to listen to Smodcast, but when they started, I, I actually they they I guess he and he and um, Mosier have they don't do the live stuff as much anymore. So I think I probably should start listening to it again. When they were doing the live Smodcast, I was like, God damn, these aren't funny. Well, now now it's just him. He's been stoned mostly the whole time. But Hollywood Babylon, I love I love everything about it. I love that. yeah. I yeah. love Babylon. I love Garmin. I'm part of the Garmi. Well, all right, Tim, can tell us some, right. some feedbacks here. All right. So we, we got some feedback. So hey, keep keep them coming. Since the last show, we got six 
new reviews on iTunes. So this this is the best way to to get your name on the show. Uh, we uh, so please, and, and and this also helps the show out by by getting us uh, more visible on iTunes. I know a lot, not everybody downloads our show through iTunes, iTunes, but if you do, please go there, leave leave a review, even if it's not a good one. But if you do leave a bad review, give us a reason. Right, and we'll and we'll read it. We'll read it on. We'll on, read on it. A, yeah, guaranteed. If you just want to write, Tim and Chris have little dicks. One of them's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you decide. 50, you're you're half right. <laughs> you decide which one, but one of them is true. So, but uh, but yeah, we got uh, we have six six count of six. That's awesome. New reviews. Uh, so the first one by Lord Gray Fox. This one's called. Two guys with nothing to do but something to say. Five stars. Love the show. Your feedback on movies are honest and funny. Nice to see you guys shine without those other swick hacks. Oh, who said this? (laughs) This is Lord Gray Fox. Oh, but then it says just kidding. Damn it. JK. Damn what the hell. Maybe he just doesn't know how to spell Dave or or Matt, so he just thinks Maybe that's how he's... Yeah, he spells Dave, J, and he spells Matt with a K. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great so great movie podcast by han sala yeah it's I get five it. stars it's great to hear a movie review podcast that is done from the point of view of the everyman rather than the film critic or filmmaker i love the banter and enjoy getting the sense of movies that i don't getting a sense of movies that i don't get a chance to see to know if they are worth checking out cinema chris and theater tim <laughs> <laughs> those are mine and that's my job <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're fired, Hansala. <laughs> Cinema Chris and Theater Tim make a great team. And if you enjoy this podcast, be sure to check out all the other Neo Zaz podcasts, including Star Wars and Character and The Gradies. I love how he spelled The Gradies out. So did I. A, yeah. Yeah. It's a G-R-8-O-S. I like that. He spelled, spelled it out. It, it's kind of weird to read it that way. Thank you, Hansala. Hansala. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um,. This one, best movie podcast ever by Red Five Fish. Chris and Tim are the best. Funny and informative. They tell it like it is. I've seen movies based on their reviews. Oh, my God. No way. Yeah. That's awesome. People people listen to us. They're, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're their authority figures now. If you like Star Wars in character, <laughs> Indian Jones. <laughs> Indian Jones. <laughs> That's our um, spinoff coming soon. India is it? Isn't 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 that a guy in um, Huckleberry Finn? Indian Joe. I I, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Indiana Jones and in character, the Grady. If you like Star Wars and in character, Indiana Jones and in character, and the Grady's, you'll love this podcast as well. Chris and Tim make me feel like I'm just one of their friends. Fuck you, Red Five. No, sorry. <laughs> we we tell our friends to fuck off all the time. Chris and Tim make me feel like I'm just one of their friends. Being part of the conversation. I give this podcast five of the buttery buttress filled to the top of the bucket popcorns. Wow. That's that sounds sloppy. That's five popcorns in a bucket. That's a big those are big popcorns. <laughs> yeah, that's a big big ass elephant bucket. popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Amazing spinoff on Neozess, five stars by RF Biker Scout. Ooh. Hey, I got in to pass the popcorn after meeting Chris and Tim. At Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. I wonder who this is. Yeah. Who are you? Are a biker scout? I have to say, 
I've heard most of the episodes now and feel the ratings and commentary are both entertaining, funny, and informative. It's virtually impossible to have a spoiler-free podcast. Yeah, our podcast is yeah, forget it. Yeah. It's there's we're going to tell you we're going to tell you all the secrets. Um, it's virtually impossible to have spoiler-free podcast. That's why we always say watch listen listen to our podcast like 3 months after it comes out. We don't we don't mind. Right, yeah. Uh, it's virtually impossible to have a spoiler-free podcast. So I realize when listening to have already seen the movie or will listen if on the fence uh, if on the fence about the movie, I'm trying to, to paraphrase or not really interested in the movie before I follow the recommendations already in the past few months and will continue to pass the popcorn Ooh. again, better than any other movie review podcast I've run into so far. Tim, can by I, re- far, by far, can I read this, this next one? Sure. Fantastic by SC John. Five stars. Five stars. This is just an all-around great movie review podcast. The opinions expressed by Chris and Tim are fantastic, and I almost always agree with them. Well, Tim, anyway. (laughs) This is the only movie review podcast I listen to, and it is well worth it. That's right. People like my reviews better. Yeah, who is this? Oh, wait, it was made by Tim S., it says. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more fun from Tim and Chris. Five stars by Ali Torah. This sounds like a lady. Or all Y Torah. But hope it's a lady. I love the Star Wars show these guys are on, and they bring the same fun to this show, too. I don't get to see many of the movies they talk about, but I don't have to. Their conversations are entertaining enough. Oh, well, thank you, Allie. Can I read this next one? This, is, this looks awesome. Sure. Yep. Fan effing tastic. Five stars by Raging Bully 78. 78. I just love how he actually typed the word effing. <laughs> I think. This is more than just a movie review podcast. No, These no, no, two- What's that? It's a, this is just a movie review podcast. I'm sorry, kids. No, I'm sorry. These two, these two gems in a sea of toilet waste movie reviewing give us something more than just their nincompoop <laughs> poopical opinions. <laughs> <laughs> Take a bath as they shower us in, in a waterfall of emotions. I laughed. I've cried. I've held my lover close to me. It's a ride <laughs> like no other could give you. Then Chris and Tim. Maybe that's them. Okay. It's a ride like no other can give you. Then Chris and Tim. Regis and Kathy Lee. Batman and Robin. Lamb and Tuna Fish. <laughs> Han and Chewie. And now Neo's as bestows these gifts. And our ears, like two movie reviewing Q-tips, swirling around <laughs> your ear canals. This guy loves adjectives. Yeah, like Gordo's little wiener. <laughs> Though separated by thousands of miles, these star-crossed partners interact like they're <laughs> interact like they're lying right next to each other. We we've we've have done that. The chemistry <laughs> these two movie reviewing juggernauts have makes me envious. I couldn't recommend this podcast more. Five buttery, fl- flavorful, crispy, juicy, perfectly popped kernels. Well done, gents. Take a bow. This one deserves a slow clap. 
Thank you, Raging Bully 78. That has to be my favorite review to date. That is that is one of the best ones we have gotten, if not the best. Thank wanna, you. Yes, we got, I, we got a lot of good ones this time around. We uh, did. Please yeah. tell your friends, tell your, your neighbors, tell tell people who you hate, tell anybody in the world yeah. about us, please. If you if you know someone that likes to watch a lot of movies, even if they watch them on DVD, like even if they don't go to the theater, Chris and I are theater guys. But again. Three months after these episodes come out, these are officially DVD reviews. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, DVD, Netflix, Redbox, yeah. Amazon, Hulu. These they're, they're out faster and faster. Sometimes they're even out on demand or video on demand like the same yeah. week. Seriously. So, uh, yeah, lots of, lots, of, lots of good stuff. I did see something on Netflix, uh, but I'll, I, I'm going to see it again. Oh, shoot. Um Oh dang it! Never mind. We'll talk. I'll talk about it next episode. <laughs> well, well. In that case, thanks for listening. And Tim, yeah. will you will you please, please pass the popcorn? Well, certainly. Thanks for listening to Pass the Popcorn. Pass the Popcorn is a NeoZaz.com production and part of the NeoZaz.com podcast network. For more great podcast and original entertainment please visit neozaz.com. For all the latest news and information for Pass the Popcorn, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Pass the Popcorn Podcast. Thanks for listening.